Welcome to the Why Not podcast, hosted by Christiana Vaughn. In a world where everyone asks why, we're here to ask, why not? Hey everyone, my name is Yvonne and I'm 29. I'm a body positive feminist yoga teacher been on this journey of self-discovery for the last few years really just learning how to take better care of myself um, fill my life with self-love and just learning how to be kind and gentle to others along the way I'm really interested in all things mental health and personal development Hi my name's Chrissy I'm a personal trainer gym enthusiast and part-time equestrian My goal here is to help people feel better about themselves by helping them strengthen their mindset and their body image. And I want them to be able to do things that they never thought they could believe possible. So if that sounds like something you want to do, I want to help you. Good morning, everyone. You're very welcome to Why Not. Good morning, Chrissy. Morning, Yvonne. How are you? I'm fabulous. Good. I don't know why I'm talking like this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I broke. What happened? You were normal a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> I realized you were going to ask, ask me questions and I panicked and then I took on a new persona. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> so today, Chrissy's in the hot seat. We are going to ask Chrissy the same 10 questions that I answered last week. Uh... Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. For you. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to hear what you're going to (laughs) say. I wrote down the questions, so I have them here in front of me. And I think we should just get straight in. Okay, let's go for it. All right, so let's start off on a positive. The best phase of your life. This is going to sound really lame, but now. Yeah, that's so (laughs) sweet. Other than like the whole you know, lockdown situation, I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I am doing what I want. I'm with a really nice person. I I know we rent, but I have my own place. So and I have my lovely little pretty car. So I think, yeah, now I think it's one of probably one of the better, best phases of my life right now. That's so good to hear. There's so much uh, negative chat at the moment. It's so nice to hear someone who's just like really content. Yeah, I'm really fed up with hearing everyone complain about everything. Sorry, guys. I know everything's shit, but like if you look, you'll find some positives. And I think you need to do that more. So (laughs) negative people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's so good to hear that you are loving your life. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty content. Like obviously, obviously not, everything, not everything is perfect and I do have bad days still but I definitely think there's more good days now than bad days which I can't even. Well, just to turn this on its head <laughs> what was the worst phase of your life? Oh, uh, let me see so many <laughs> <laughs> It's, I don't know uh, Dig deep Yeah I hated school. That wasn't great. I probably my early 20s from around about when I finished college and I was working 
in retail, uh, not the retail was bad, but the manager there was a out and out bully, like being reported on more than one occasion. So he bullied me there. And I was in a really bad relationship that I stayed in way too long. And I'm not saying it was all their fault. It was my fault too. So yeah, that wasn't a good time. I'd say early 20s was probably not a good time for me. Yeah. I think everyone started to swing after about 27, 28. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> Inching closer towards the 30. You're like, I better start being happy now. I'm almost 30. <laughs> I'll be miserable by 30th birthday. I'll be like, oh, 30. And I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> I'm old. Yes, we are. We are old ladies. <laughs> Apparently, according to that TikTok I sent you, we're old. If you're in the, if you were born in the late nineties, early two thousands, I'm like, excuse me. That's hilarious. Like we were born early nineties years ago. Oh man, like we really, we really got old. Ten, nearly, yeah, nearly ten years before that person is claiming people are old. I'm like, what? I know. It's like, whoa, <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Yeah. Okay, tell us your favorite book. I know you're not much of a reader, so I'm gonna adapt this question. If it's not a favorite book, like your favorite something, like favorite something. Just, yeah, what's your favorite? What's my favorite? Um, <laughs> Holly. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, Holly is my toy dog sitting beside me, and I was like, I'm gonna call. It. I'm gonna say this oh, right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good one. I suppose I used to read loads when I was a kid. I can't think of anything in the last, like, 10 years. Like, I recently read Joe Schmidt's autobiography, which is really interesting. Like, just it wasn't just a book about I was a rugby coach. It was all his mindset and how he does everything and how everything's planned to a T and literally how even, like, so much more in rugby is planned than I realised, which is mm. one of the reasons I love it, me and my plans. So I thought that was really interesting. Some of the quotes and some of the things that he learned over the years from like his family and just everything he was really interested in. And he always was like really surprised that people wanted to pick him as a coach for stuff, which I thought was very interesting, like very humble as well for someone who was like probably the most successful Irish rugby coach ever. So that was the most recent one, I think. When I was a kid, I used to be betting to remember you said that his dark materials last week as well. I thought they were great. The oh, I've forgotten his name. What's his surname? Alex Ryder books. Oh, sorry. Storm... <laughs> I don't know. I read what one I of thought it. you were gonna say Adrian. Well, I just thought I read <laughs> your mind, but I didn't. <laughs> we were close. It was it was Alex Ryder. It was an A. <laughs> yeah. The Stormbreaker series. They were great. They made one movie that destroyed. No. <laughs> and Artemis fell. They were all class though. Yeah, I never got into Artem as well. My mom, my mom liked them. I think they I were. I thought they were deadly. Mike I think I love a good like fantasy story. Yeah, when I was younger, like mm. Alex Ryder was a teen spy, and obviously Stark Materials are set in all sorts of areas, and Artemis Fell was fairies and stuff. So that was all cool stuff. Like it wasn't like cool stuff. They were cool fairies. They were police fairies. Oh, cute. Yeah, it was fucking cool. I don't know how you didn't like them. I don't even know if I read one. No, I think I did because I remember there was one in my house and it was like had a sparkly gold cover. And 
I, d- I think I tried to read it a few times because my mom was like, you'll love them, they're brilliant. And I just couldn't get into it. I, I have to try and remember. I'm going to go and find out the names of like, because they were like special forces or like, you know, special police fairies. And he made like, you know, like a SWAT team. But he made yeah. the initials to do with fairies and it meant like it, they all meant something. Oh. So like I really need to go find out what they were because I thought so I always love stuff like that where it's a play on words and they're actually like acronyms or whatever they are. Well, I can't remember the word, but like yeah. I always think like that's so cool. I'm such a loser. I'm like, ah, look what they did with that. No, that's awesome. <laughs> like, you know, they're a fairy, but they work for the fairy division, but fairy stands for this. That's awesome. Would you ever consider like rereading uh, books that you read as a child, as an adult? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's so like I've read the Velveteen Rabbit so many times now as an adult. I feel like I learn loads from kids' books. My Kindle has loads of kids' books on it. I really enjoy them. It's it's also great that the writing's bigger and easier to read. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it is like such a sense of achievement when you're like, I read a whole book today. <laughs> it was ten pages long, but I don't care. I read it. I'm 29, and I like big writing in my books. <laughs> And pictures. Oh, pictures, yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. What are you most thankful for? Oh, hmm. what am I most thankful for? I think my family. And the reason being is I think that they're quite supportive of me going out and trying to do follow something that I want to do. Even though I know like say for instance my parents would have been like nine to fivers their whole life so I think it's harder for them in a sense to back something like that when they know like oh you could get a secure job but they still try to like always support you and they're always like well done if you do anything and they always ask you how you're getting on and stuff like that and I know it's especially for my mom I think it's hard because she's always like oh look you could get this but like are you sure that's safe you know but she she will back you as well so I think that and I too take them from granted a little bit because I don't see them as much as I should. But yeah, yeah it's I think hard that, at the moment. Yeah, even though they live up the road, but like technically we're in lockdown, so I suppose that's my excuse. It's <laughs> probably something I'm most thankful for. Oh, that's so good. So I like this question, and I'm really interested in hearing what you're gonna say. Okay. What is one thing people always misunderstand about you? I don't know if this is in my head or if it's true, but I feel like people underestimate my intelligence because I'm a personal trainer. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, as I said, I don't know if that's just in my head, but I do get the impression from time to time people probably think I'm a little bit stupider. But I do this job by choice, not because I don't have, like, the capacity to do other things. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I know for a fact I could easily do a lot of stuff and I retain a lot of information very easily. Like, I can learn stuff off by heart very quickly. But I just feel like that happens from time to time or when I tell people something or I come out with something that I do, people are like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, well, what, is that hard? <laughs> I didn't realise, you know? Yeah. So I, I think, think that's... I think as well, like, there. being a personal trainer probably takes a lot more mental skills than people realize like you need to know so much 
yeah, it's not just like, hey, dude, let me help you lift weights. And yes, there's a lot of people like that who are just like picture takers. But at the end of the day, they can retain the stuff for it like as well. So it's not like, I know, I feel like it's one of those things that people tend to underestimate. They're like, oh, you know. People as well seem surprised sometimes when I say I have a college degree as well. Yeah. Like I did the college degree first and then I decided to go and do this. It's not like I did this and then I was like, I had to struggle and try and get the college degree. Like I got a 2-1 and that was... For me, I found it very easy. Yeah. Two ones, two ones aren't easy to get. Well, they are in communications, but... <laughs> <laughs> but as well, as like, I, like, I'm very good at writing essays and waffling and stuff like that as well. So it really helped with college. Well, I can say just from me anyway, I don't know, can't speak for anyone else, but I've never thought that you were not intelligent. But I never had that opinion of personal trainers either, I guess. Like, yeah, I never would have really thought that, but I'd say you do come up with that a lot. Yeah, like, I don't think people think I'm stupid, but I think people are surprised that I'm more intelligent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't think people think I'm I'm, I'm really thick, but when I come out where I mention stuff like having that, like having a college degree or that I, like, say, for instance, I learn languages for fun, people are kind of like, uh, really? And I'm like, yeah, Why? Yeah, that I is peculiar, I. but I think it's cool <laughs> that you're like, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to learn a language right now. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I just do that for no reason. But it's like, it's fun as well for me. Like, that's there you go. See, I'm a loser. I think acronyms are cool. And I learn languages for fun. Oh, you're just a little nerd. <laughs> when I eventually get to fret through French, Russian is my next one. Whoa, that's scary. Funny enough, like, Russian is not hard. Like, I know a bit of Russian because I went out with a Russian guy for, like, three years when I was younger. Russian is not difficult, and the spoken Russian isn't that hard either, but the written Russian is just... It's, is it different letters? Yeah, there's 36 letters in the Russian alphabet. Okay. That's crazy stuff. Uh, the problem with, like, you see, I could learn Russian phonetically really easily, if I do it on Duolingo it's going to come up written and that'll be really hard so that'll be you can do it what is your biggest regret this will come back to the bad phase of my life <laughs> it's where I mentioned that I was in a relationship for a few years that I should have stayed I should have left that one staying there longer than I should have yeah and as I said it wasn't it wasn't all his fault like I wasn't great in it either but it wasn't good for either of us. It was like a toxic relationship. We even broke up at one point and then got back from it together for another like year and a half. And it was, yeah, like it ruined me. It wasn't good for them either. It turns out when I broke up with them as well, all my family hated them as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I was the kind of person who never made any effort to like, I had to go over to them and they'd cause a fuss about coming to my house and like they only lived in Malahide and they wouldn't like make any effort even like coming in to say hello to my parents when they were over and stuff like that and it was just like if you brought them to a family function it was big hoo-ha or they just wouldn't come or when I used to hang out with our mates I used to go out on my own all the time like they never came out it was just like yeah whatever yeah so then you know as well in a sense would get a little bit like reclusive as well because you weren't going want to spend time with them so it was like one of those situations where like as ever both of us I'm pretty sure they're in a much better place now as well that I wish them well but I just 
but yeah, I realized how bad that was and like how bad it was for both of us and how it really like pushed me back in confidence wise a couple of years and it's taken a lot to come back off the back of it I think and mm-hmm. I think stuff like I even like get with Peter and the difference in that and like how he gets involved and helps you out you know what I mean and knows all my family and it's like completely different yeah and I'm like what was I at I wasted so much of my life there. But, like, well, you know, you learn from it. You learn if it wasn't a waste. But that, I'd say, is my biggest regret. Like, especially when I broke up with the mums and then I got back home. That was just stupid. Yeah. It is, though, such a, such a good lesson, though, for future relationships. Sometimes I think, like, you have to go through, well, you don't have to, but, like, often you go through these, like, super shitty relationships that teach you all the things that you are not okay with. So that when you go forward and you find this person who is like ticking the boxes, you're like, ah, these are the things yeah. I should have been looking for. I think as well, it made me a little bit more, in a sense, standoffish when I first got with Peter. I was like, no, I'm going to do this and this is what it's going to be. And it kind of worked out. Not that yeah. I was like a bit strong or anything. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit more like grounded with stuff. I'm like, well, no, I'm, I'm a little bit more like I don't put up with stuff as much. Yeah, uh, not on the bad way, as I said. Like, and I like him to be like that as well. But he's too nice sometimes. He needs to give out too much. Nah, Peter is sweet. <laughs> he's only he's only like he bottles it up and then he gets drunk and gives out to me or something. <laughs> <laughs> me and Mark just kick each other until we're over it. Yeah, like I'm like I can tell as well when he's mad, so I'll just keep and keep annoying him, and he won't tell me. And then one day we'll be having a few drinks, he'll be like, Bruh, "You didn't do this." i be like, "Why well, I asked you about it at the time, damn it!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, alcohol, the truth serum. <laughs> it is the truth serum. Okay, this one is. I find this one hard. If you could change one thing in the world, what would it be? I would bring world peace the world <laughs> you see that's what you want to say isn't it like that is whatever yeah but like, but like i'm not a beauty queen <laughs> yes you, you don't even let me on stage oh let me see what this i okay i'm not gonna lie i did think about this question a little bit during the week <laughs> Damn it. i tried not to but i was like hmm because they're the ones that make you go hmm. things that make I... you go, hmm. <laughs> what was that from was it from a mcdonald's ad no, I don't think so. I don't know then. It was a science related thing. Was it Brainiac? Oh, Brainiac. Yeah. Fucking loved Brainiac. John Tickle. <laughs> John Tickle, yeah. I loved him. <laughs> oh. I actually was, when I when I said things that make you go, hmm, I was actually singing that in my head as well. <laughs> Bring back Brainiac. What a show. That was class. Yeah, was was Richard thing on that as well? Who? From Top Gear, Richard. Oh, he's not on Top Gear anymore. Oh, was he in it? Hammond. Hammond. Yeah. I think he was in it as well. He was kind of one of the presenters in it. I only remember John Tickle, I think, now. Because he was the mm-hmm. cutest. Did he walk across Custard and Brainia? He what? Did he walk across Custard and Brainia? Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! What a show. <laughs> One thing I changed about the world, I bring back John Tickle's walk across custard. <laughs> I would anyway. Sorry, I'm interrupting your answers by talking about John Tickle. 
you know your grant I got on it as well <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't get a sidetracked <laughs> yeah. I think actually do you know what I think I'll get rid of social media oh I love it the reason being is not just obviously uh, we have the whole mental health issues associated with you know, all, all that stuff just the negativity on it and it's breathing negativity and I swear to god like I, I've never been on Twitter but I've heard Twitter's the worst for it and Ooh. Facebook is going down that route as well and literally anything can be posted about it someone's commenting on it moaning and that is just getting so wearing it's just like you know joe.ie posts a stupid quiz about countries and someone's giving out that i got one country wrong but they're like oh joe i thought you were this that and the other you know or joe.ie posts some information about like the american election they're like hey you're just putting propaganda for you know anything about coronavirus it's a hoax it's like i'm just like it's just tiring it's like lads get your head out of your asses find something better to do than complain to randomers to some ran like random post about nothing. Yeah. Like it goes down as low as even seeing like Leinster put it put up yeah, disco coat for their jerseys last week, eleven percent off. And someone was like, eh, I wouldn't buy those Adidas jerseys if you gave them for me for free. Like, no one asked you fuck off. Yeah, it is strange as well that people like take clickbait so seriously. You know, like it's it's try, you know, like it's trying to get you to click on the page, and yeah. then they get all upset and offended by it, and you're like, they're they're putting it up purely to get traffic on this page because then that's how they get paid, and by you commenting yeah. on it that you're offended by it, all you're doing is actually paying the page. So, yeah, <laughs> like people just don't seem to really get it. <laughs> I hate like, when clickbait gets me. Oh, it always gets me. I fall for a clickbait all the time. Fuck it. Sometimes I know I'm falling for it, but I'm like, I still want to see the gross picture of the toe being cut off by something. And I'm like, oh, I, totally worth it. I get that with the rugby all the time. Like, it'll be like, this Irish player will miss the Autumn Internationals. And they'll have a photo of them in line. And it's like three really big players and it's always the guy on the end who like shows up for Ireland who's probably on the subs bench or might only be in the squad and I'm like oh I want to know who it is it better not be that guy <laughs> oh clickbait is sometimes awesome it's like devastating news for planet earth and I'm like oh what now click in and it's like maybe it might be cold this winter yeah <laughs> <laughs> And you're all mad when he got you, but you know it's your own fault. And I, like, I wouldn't complain about it. But, like, that's completely my fault. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. I wonder what a social media free world would look like. It'd be interesting. Jesus, I, th- I honestly think it would be awesome. Bring back Bebo. I don't remember much negativity on Bebo. Oh, I don't know now. You know the way you could give people your love? You could give yeah, them- that was a big one, all right, yeah. Yeah, like if your best friend didn't give you your love that day, oh, that's like you wouldn't be happy. I remember the top 16. Oh my God, yeah. That was really important to people as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Like if you if you weren't in someone's top 16 and you thought you should have been, like your feelings would be hurt. <laughs> and you'd be like showing off your mates or another top 16. So. I know, yeah. That's, you see, these things like, 
this is where it all started like those things used to hurt like you know depending on how popular you were and how many friends you had and all these things like how many likes you had or loves or hearts or whatever you remember the way you'd see how many hearts you'd gotten on your profile yeah what was that called like your love yeah you give someone your love yeah I can't even remember without one a day I think they upped it to three yeah you could do three loves a day and yeah like when I have to do one for my boyfriend I have to do one for my best friend and I have to do one for this person but then the other person would be upset because you're like you gave her your love and you didn't give me your love and I'm like if I have to tell them during the week like you're getting my love or I'll give it to you tomorrow like but these things like you know it seems it's so silly now looking back but like honestly people got into fights and like got upset about that stuff I know yeah so yeah, although do you I was know just thinking about the cool skins you could have on people. Yeah, that's not gonna lie. Hey, Your I video used to spend way too long like pimping my profile. Yeah, same. It like really like you know you could express yourself through that and your flashbox. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I loved that flashbox class. But you know what? Like you could actually. That's the difference. Like obviously Facebook and all that. Like are more uniform but like you could actually get a hint to someone's personality by looking at their profile yeah that's true which was kind of cool what is on your bucket list this is a tough one as well because i don't really have a bucket list Mm. i don't think like i don't have anything that i'm like i fucking love to do that before i die obviously i'm not planning on dying anytime soon so it's hard to make a bucket list when you know (laughs) yeah it's a really hard one. I think I just want loads of dogs, and that would do me. Awesome. Yeah, it's really, really boring, because like, I don't want to do like anything crazy, like bungee jumping or, you know. I'd like to travel to different places, but obviously that's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, I couldn't afford it anyway, so I have no excuse, really, to be honest. <laughs> could have maybe gone to, like, Liverpool. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, um, yeah. I think I'd like to go, like, see places like Australia and stuff, or in South America, mm-hmm. and that's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No, that's a great bucket list. I think it's also good <laughs> to not have too much of a bucket list, because it's like, you're living in the now, and you're not living for these, like, ten things that you have to do before you die. You're, like, enjoying your life, which is the main thing. That's true, yeah. What would you most like to learn? Russian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't actually know, but I think I'd love to be fluent in a second language. Well, I'm not Mm. fluent. I know bits and loads of different things, which gets easier the more you learn different bits to get loads of similar things. But I think, yeah, being fluent in a second language would be cool. Like, the closest thing I have to that is Irish, which I love. And I know it's kind of useless, but I love being able to speak Irish. So I'm like, yeah. Can you speak (laughs) Irish properly? I could, I could probably hold a conversation if I thought about it, yeah. That's amazing. I'd have to think back and like learn, relearn stuff, but yeah, I think I'd be all right. And I like it might be a little bit basic, some bits might be a bit silly, but yeah. Mm. But I really like Irish and I'm really interested in it. I'm like, <laughs> here I am being a loser again. The other day, the Leinster game was on TG Car and Air Sport, and I specifically watched it on TG Car so I could listen to the commentary in Irish. Oh, that's lovely. But I love it. Uh, I love hearing. I think it's really funny hearing English sayings in a different language. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So like, like stupid things I'll hear. Like I remember hearing on the rugby once, like he was like, "Oh, kicking big, big jazz," and it was like lovely little kick, and I was like, <laughs> "That sounds so funny in Irish." That's gas. <laughs> so like that's so sometimes I just love hearing that, and then like I love listening to it, and I understand like pretty much all of it, so it's kind of good to. I suppose keep it up in a sense. There's some really funny phrases in Irish, isn't there? Like I've forgotten what they are now, but they used to make me laugh so much in school. Like if you're, uh, this could be wrong. I'm definitely like making this up, but it's something like this. Like say if you're being naive, they'll call you like a white fox or something like it makes no sense. It's like, they're really weird phrases, but I love them and they only make sense in that language. There was one I saw ages ago. I remember when we were in sixth year, one of the girls doing Irish grinds and she had her notes with her. And this is like always stuck in my mind because it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. And the English translation was, I hate it with a passion. Mm. And the Irish was, Bavarlum on Cop Mar of Na A, which literally translates to, I prefer a dead cat over it. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, I want to use that on my oral somehow. How am I going to get that there? Oh my God, that's the best. That's so good. Irish is hilarious. <laughs> I remember as well, I saw one of the phrases if you were doing the, like, Mo Canil, the conditional tense. Yeah. And it was like, what, what the question was, what would you do if you won the lottery? And one of the answers was, I'd buy a castle. And I saw that, I was like, that's what I've used, I'd buy a castle. And my teacher asked me in school, and I was like, yeah, I'd buy a castle. And she I was like, buy a castle? what else would you do? I was like, should I? <laughs> that's it, I'd buy a castle. And she was like, what? And I was like, I want a castle, I'd buy a castle. <laughs> she was just looking at me like a ten head. So I was like, this was funnier in my head than, uh, than, I, than it came out. And Everyone in the class just stared at me, but I was like, oh, I like that answer. I'd buy a castle. Who doesn't want a castle? That sounds, that doesn't sound ridiculous at all. It's a fair choice. I mean, it's your money. Yeah. I remember. Don't give me thirty. Nope. <laughs> I want a castle. In my um, <laughs> in my Irish oral, they when they did the Mokany Lock with me, they asked, what would I do if I was president, and I said <laughs> that I would make houses. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yep because there's a homeless crisis I'd make houses and I, I don't think I said build I said make <laughs> <laughs> but I was like great answer Yvonne perfect <laughs> that's brilliant I love that <laughs> I thought make, it was houses. make houses <laughs> yep um okay where are we okay we've two questions left so <laughs> you're penultimate question is what is your biggest fear hmm. what is my biggest fear death <laughs> it's not um, not being able to make a difference I think in a positive way and I don't mean like to tens of thousands of people but like to the people around me and like if I can't help them make their life a little bit better I'd be really sad about that so I think I'm afraid of doing that for people like in a meaningful way like not just like my existence makes their life better but you know what I mean like doing things for them helping them out being able to help them stuff like that I think that is my biggest fear oh. 
Oh no, you've made my life. You've you've made my life better. You've helped me in a positive way. One down. <laughs> One down. Um. Yeah, but genuinely, because like I would have had a super negative attitude towards fitness before we started training. Yeah. Now I've a generally really positive attitude towards fitness and gyms and working out and stuff, which is super. Like that actually was really like helpful in my life. You know. I'm glad that happened. Yeah, for sure. You aren't bad in gyms. <laughs> But no, but like that's a big thing, you know, like yeah, that was a big mindset shift for me, you know, like that's yeah, and I honestly don't think it would have changed. I don't think there was anyone else out there who would have gotten it like you did and actually be able to like positively shift my mindset into like a good place. And it really has made a difference to my life because now the gym is fun. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Help me subside my fear. (laughs) Yeah, oh, no. yeah. I know. Understand, I understand what you mean. Like, that is that is a big fear. Are you ready for no. your next question? I don't know. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> what is your biggest passion? Or what are you passionate about? What am I passionate about? Like, guinea pigs. <laughs> Good answer. I think like, that goes back to my biggest fear. I think make, having a positive impact on people's lives is my biggest passion and that's not necessarily just due to fitness I love obviously that's probably one of my biggest passions as well but I think trying to be positive and nice and not nice I'm a bitch sometimes but yeah, <laughs> so nice <laughs> like I know obviously you can't always be happy and stuff like that but if I like that with you and people around me if I can make you maybe think differently about something and you feel good about it afterwards I think I'm most passionate about that. And it's not necessarily just fitness, but fitness rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. And What a good I thing to be passionate about. I used to be such a moany bitch, and now I've changed. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it makes it easier, doesn't it, when, like, you've been through it. Yeah. Like, so if you would have had, like, a lot of, like, negative opinions negative thoughts when you were younger and then you were able to turn them around and change them into positive now that's probably why you're so passionate about it because you went through it yourself yeah definitely mm. a little bit of a snap happened at one point it was like I couldn't deal with it anymore it just snapped and I was like I, I need to do something about this was it like yeah. an all of a sudden kind of thing I kind of feel like it was in a sense because I've been it been so bad for so long that I was like I need to like fucking I can't go like this anymore mm. and then I just started listening to different things about changing your mindset and learning about it and stuff like that yeah so I think yeah I think it was kind of like a boom when it happened that's really powerful though because I think for a lot of people like that's just so hard they probably wouldn't actually even have the self-awareness to realize that their mindset was kind of to their own detriment. So it's actually really amazing that you were able to, you know, see that and actually change it and for it to be like a sudden shift. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I just got sick of being miserable all the time. Mm. I was like, something has to change. And the thing that had to change was me. Like it wasn't anyone else's fault like I couldn't like I couldn't keep blaming everyone else for everything it was time to take ownership of it I think and then and that's the problem I think you need to take ownership of it when you're miserable or you it's not everyone else's fault yeah <laughs> you know 
everything you can change everything you hate your job you can change I know you can like you might feel financially fair for fine but then you can change how you think about your job and stuff like that you know or you don't like where you are you can change that you know and once you realize that it makes a big difference or you can change how you feel everything like I've noticed right in this lockdown now I'm not gonna say it's easy it's not like I'm I think I was okay for a couple of weeks and now it's starting to take its toll and I'm I'm starting to get frustrated and I really want to be back at work but the last lockdown I was way more of a slave to the rules I was just like oh I feel shit like this is terrible this is really bad this time I'm like, all right, I've been like volunteer. Well, I've been applying for lots of volunteer roles. Nothing has actually worked out yet because so many of them are like, not going ahead. But like even the fact of like searching for the roles is like something to do. I'm going to donate blood. I lo- like loads of things. I'm just trying to like get going for myself for the next few weeks to just like keep me, keep me going and keep me busy and keep me positive and like actually giving back. Um or giving my blood you know all these things like are, are positive things for myself and I think it's because this time I was like right you need to take action because the last time there was a lockdown you came out of it a broken woman let's not do that this time um, yeah and yeah now not saying that was easy it's not I'm still still struggling through a little bit but like I feel like I'm doing better this time I get you yeah I think I'm the same as well. like I definitely had a bad week last week but when I look back at it like I set myself little mini goals every day and I pretty much completed all them Mm. I didn't necessarily do the bigger things that I was like I should be doing but I actually got a lot done when I reflect back on it and I was like I wouldn't have done that last time so there's like I feel like I'm a lot better this week and I kind of have a bit of a better head on me that said I didn't get up and train this morning like I should have but you know I'll get it done today I've got so much time in the day <laughs> yeah, there's so many hours left in the day to do training well <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to do that even like still get up early-ish get my training done early then like have some food do other bits and pieces maybe have a nap depending on my humor <laughs> and then like get a lot done so it's like it's definitely better this time I think yeah it's yeah it's better and worse like it's better in the sense that I think I I kind of was like right I need to to figure it out a bit more and I need to like not just like aimlessly roam through the house and be like oh my god lockdown I need to like do something it's worse in the sense that I'm like oh my god I feel like I was just kind of getting myself back on track and like feeling good again and like kind of had my mental health and my physical health back in check and now it's like and here's another lockdown (laughs) here you go go crazy bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, I I feel that I feel that don't worry yeah but you know we're surviving and to be honest like we're halfway through aren't we yeah they're about yeah so we can do it we can do it uh yeah i'm looking forward to going back to work a lot though yeah there's a lot of day in the day when you don't work so much day i know like how do retired people deal with their lives this is why they pick up so many little odd jobs and do random stuff around the house. I am going to never be unemployed, I think, when I'm retired. I am just going to be like, I will work 
till I'm a hundred. I'm going to make loads of money and retire when I'm fifty, and then go traveling because I'm not having children. Ha ha. Ha! All of you will be stuck paying for your children's college fees. Chrissy, you'll be Idiot. free. <laughs> I'll just make my children my job. I'll be like, okay, let's form a family choir, family dance <laughs> troupe. <laughs> we'll perform for your auntie Chrissy. She has no children of her own to perform for her. Yeah, and just she'd be like, oh, you are so great. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, be I'll like, be real, I'll, I'll be a class auntie, I swear to God. You'll be like take them out, yeah, load them up with sugar, give them back, and then they're your problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, I'd say we will leave it there because we've rambled on for a little bit longer than usual. <laughs> we went down a different hole for a second again. <laughs> <laughs> usually do. So before we go, Yvonne, can we find you? You appear. She, she sporadically appears on social media to, yeah. to promote her debop. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not really there. Sometimes I install the app literally just to be like, hey, you can buy my shit on Depop if you want to, and then I'll uninstall the app genuinely. So if you've tried <laughs> to get in touch with me, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not even reading messages or anything because, like, ugh, I just don't even care. Um, But if you want to follow my Depop, it's at Yvonne Hega, and I'm selling my lockdown art and some clothes and random things if you're interested help a girl out i'm just trying to <laughs> trying to make some money put a few my plants <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm actually it's so weird that you said that right i'm sitting here looking at jackie which is my peace lily and one of her leaves has moved of its own accord a few times during this hour nice like oh, jackie yeah, like Jackie, well, I know she's alive, but she's like, she's alive and kicking. I know some plants do that, like they, their leaves move. But like, this is like she's alive. Like, um, it's a bit weird. You gotta have a Franken plant. Yeah, Jackie, are you okay? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's like, feed me, I need some water. I'll give you some water in a minute, all right? I'm just, I'm podcasting right now. Cut down a bitch, be calm. <laughs> Cam your leaves. Oh yeah, and also if you are looking for me, I am still you'll find me on the gram. I'm Chrissy H Fitness, and then I'm also still on TikTok at Chrissy H Fit. Amazing. And yeah. That is everything, I think. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much for sharing all that stuff with us today, giving us a little moment to pick your brain. Thank you for asking me. No worries. We will chat to you all next week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you again for listening to the Why Not podcast. Because remember, in a world where everybody asks why, we're here to ask why not. <laughs>